and welcome to the newest episode of the Mindset Moves Show. Today, I am going to myself address some myths or confusion that you might have about marketing that might be confusing your audiences or even repelling your ideal clients energetically or with strategy. I'm your host, Marta Sarai Greca, and if you don't already know, I am a marketing expert who loves to support truth tellers in the healing world of health and wellness. Those of you who are so ready to make holistic healing practices the norm and educate the world on how their body truly works and what's really going on within them. I always say, God didn't make me a doctor and or have the interest. And I can't memorize some of the terminology for the life of me, but I can market the heck out of you as a business leader in the holistic health and wellness space. Those of you who are allowing others to look in the mirror and love who they are again, while they feel more energized and are fending off diseases like cancer, diabetes, you name it. But today I'm going to be talking to you guys. This, the name of the show is Mindset Moves, right? So we're going to be shifting your mindset a little bit around your marketing. What are some things that you could be doing that are actually, you think are helpful, you think are educational, you think are maybe qualifiers, right? But they're actually repelling your audience. What's really going on here? And then I'm going to be leading you on into something pretty special. So just stay tuned and listen to the whole thing because you're going to really be feeling some big aha moments and mind, mindset shifts during this episode. Obviously, the show is brought to you by my production company, my media agency and PR agency, Media, the Creative Agency. So we have clients that come to us that perhaps they have hundreds of thousands of followers even. Um, but the, they don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars in the bank to show for it. Or we have clients that come to us and are like, I don't know if you can help me. I only have like 93 likes on Facebook and maybe a couple dozen um, subscribers to my email list. And both in the, both of those scenarios, they, we've had clients who then come to us and within the fourth month, they have doubled their revenue. Um, and, and this is in the multi six figure space. Um, it, within the first couple months of working with us, they make their investment back and beyond for years to come. I get messages from clients who are like, oh my gosh, I just made this big high multi six figure sale from what we did a year ago. And uh, they're getting leads uh, that are, you know, upwards of 750K that they're closing because of what we've done in their marketing, which is educating in a way and entertaining in a way that establishes them as the must-have expert and really computes to the their audiences like, okay, I need to work with this person now. Here's just shut up and take my money kind of thing, right? So if that's what you want, <laughs> listen up to this episode here. Um, so let's, let's get started, okay? 
So here are some things that you might be doing in your marketing that um, you think are like, oh, this is good, but it's actually confusing your audience or even repelling them. So for example, let's talk about terminology. When people land on your website or when they're reading your copy online, are you saying things like, we meet your specific need or get better health or we're different, we're the best, we bring quality with our advanced technology. And you're like, yeah, this all sounds good. Like this makes us sound like the must have expert. However, these are very generic terms. It's the question would be like, okay, how exactly? What does better health mean for your ideal client? How are you different? Um, what makes you the best? And who the who gives a crap about advanced technology, right? If they don't know what advanced technology means, right? Or you could be, so I'm talking, you know, one of the mistakes number one that you could doing is like just being too general with your, with your verbiage, or you could be taking it the opposite direction and you could be using jargon that's so specific to your ideal, I'm sorry, to your industry that your ideal clients are like, what? They're confused. They uh, don't know what the heck you're talking about because they don't speak that language. They didn't go uh, to the, through the same education that you went through, right? So you could be speaking the language of maybe people in your industry and like people in your industry, like know what the heck you're talking about, but um, they, the people who are, who you want to call in, they, they really have no clue. Um, and, you know, we get this question, a question a lot from leads and ideal clients for us, right? The experts in our space are very educated in the health and wellness space. You know, we're talking acupuncturists, um, functional medicine, doctors, chiropractors, people who have concept fitness spaces that they've spent millions in building, um, very advanced nutritional solutions. Um, and, you know, systems that all of these are, you know, service-based with, and these are experts who, you know, have gone to extensive amounts of education, maybe even have their PhDs and, and what they're doing. And so the first thing that one of the first questions that we get is, you know, they're so educated in their, um, in what they do that they're like, okay, you mean to tell me that you're going to write all the copy and then you're going to get it out to people and then I'm going to get inquiries. Like, how are you going to do that? You know, it, there's a little bit of skepticism or there's people who they're very personable, have a very specific way that they talk. And they're like, I'm just afraid it's not going to sound like me. I've worked with other marketing agencies and it's just not going to sound like my voice. And with, in retrospect, to, or I'm sorry, it, with the things in mind that I just talked about, like either being too general or too specific with your, uh, with your copy, whether it's on your website or your social media or your emails, that's when we come in with a signature minimalist method. We have, we have a, a proven method that works and our business leaders actually tell us that working with us feels like it's therapeutic. Like it's taking a big load off their shoulders. And then we know how to formulate the content in a way that speaks to the heart and soul of your ideal client. So it's not too specific, but it's not too, so general that they're like, okay, next, right? Okay here's another thing I want to talk to you about. So there's a lot of talk about, um, you know, people don't like cold PMs, right? 
And I want to address that because yes, sometimes that's true. And no, sometimes it's not true. I myself, and you're probably the same way that, um, you get, you get cold PMs and you're like, no, I don't want to get on a quick call with you to talk about X, Y, Z. I don't have time for that. And I'm the same way. I'm like, okay, no, thank you. You, we just met. It's like, you literally, this, the, this equates to, by the way, um, you walking into a bar or a networking event and you go up to someone and you're like, hi, my name's so-and-so would you like to book a call? Like, no, that's not going to work. Like, no, I'm sorry. I don't even know you, but when we're talking about creating a really deep connection in, in PMs, because your social media content speaks to the heart and soul of your ideal audience, and then our team is helping you with a PMing strategy as well, then and saying certain things, because I, I do have people reach out to me. I'm like, oh, there, that's really good yeah, I will book a call with you. Like you've really hit the mm, 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 of the help I'm trying to get. So yeah, I am going to book a call with you. And sometimes to be quite honest, um, I will book the call just to learn about their process and, and, and learn from them. So that's also kind of what you want to think about too, is uh, perhaps you have that call link on to, or your scheduling link, like and you're leading people to that right away. And they just haven't made that connection deep enough to um, be hook, line, and sinker. Is that, is that what you said? To be, to be like, yeah, like a yes before you even get on the call because your marketing isn't doing that for you. And so you do get a lot of people who are booking calls just like, just curious, right? So you got to establish that connection first. Um, and then you kind of like, I want to say that in, in the, depending on the industry that you're in, you might be going and like moving that needle too far with them. And then you kind of lose that lead because you, you came on too strong. Right. And then they're like, mm, it doesn't feel great. And so rather than going on too strong and like putting your scheduling link out there and like, and offering them to work with you right away. And it's maybe this big investment for them. They're much more likely to move forward with you rather than like being repelled by you, if your marketing is doing the work for you, that allows them to feel a deeper connection with you. Okay. Um, let's see what we're talking about here next. Oh, I want to talk to you about this. Okay. Because depending on the industry that you're in, you might be talking a lot about your programs or your success stories and your offering, but maybe not enough about your story as a business leader. And you might be thinking like, yeah, but I don't really want to be talking about myself. I want to um, just talk, I want them to connect with maybe my team and I want them to connect with my methodology. But here's the thing, people do connect to people and stories and not just brands. So having a systemized process where you are resharing your story. Yes. Display your team. Yes. Display your wins, but having a cohesive system where your story is on display on a regular basis is key. Um, and when it comes to your story, you know, not just sharing your successes, like try to be vulnerable and honest about the struggles that you've been in life. That's what people will connect with the real you. Um, for example, I, I do try to talk 
and be honest about, you know, my, you know, my story. And I feel like there's so many levels to it that people might think I'm, you know, crazy, right. Which is such a hot button word, but, um, because there's just a lot that has happened (laughs) and it's like, you know, you, and maybe your story is the same way. Like you fell, you struggled, you got back up, fell, struggled again, you got back up. It's that getting back up. And I try to be as, you know, you see me on social media. If you're listening to this, you might follow me already and see, you know, the photos of me on the house on the lake or the photo of me and the kids, you know, having a good time or I try to work in there. Just the honest truth that as like any other business business owners, I do go through a journey of the feelings of anxiety, of the feelings of depression. I have days where I just literally don't want to go on myself. And those are perfectly normal. And so, you know, I'm sharing that with you just as an example of you know, don't just share your successes and like how wonderful your life is or how wonderful your practice and your business is, or, you know, how awesome your clients are doing. Um, I share stories of people coming at me and, um, you know, criticizing my marketing or my systems, or they think what I'm doing is weird. Or like I just mentioned, you know, yes, I, I coach individuals. Yes. I run a marketing agency. Yes. I'm a mom of six. Yes. I'm making it all work, but there are days when I too, I'm like, I got to unplug because it's really affecting my mental health today. I'm feeling more feelings of anxiety. I've got to, you know, do, do some extra self-care walks in the woods, meditation. And I do unplug from social media at night and on the weekends um, because it's good for your mental health. So that's kind of the other next myth that I want to address with you is that if you have a successful and cohesive social media strategy that you need to be on 24 seven. And while there is the importance of like, you can't just post and forget about it. You do want like exactly like I just said, let's equate it to you walk into a networking meeting. You walk in, you're like, hi, I'm so-and-so I do this. Bye. It's like, is that really going to work? Probably not that much unless somebody's, I don't know, unless like all the stars are aligned, but it's the same with social media and whatever platform you're on, you can't post and then not go on and love on other people's content and, you know, respond to the comments, respond to the messages. And that's a lot of what my team does for, um, for our clients too. And I also want to talk to you about ads. I myself was one of the experts. Oh, look at this. I myself was one of the experts who, um, was telling people, you know, like ads don't work. And for a little bit, just depending on the industries, that was true. And it really was the way that you were trying to do them maybe. But now I'm a big proponent of ads and my team is actually um, so talented at ads. I can I have clients who come to us and they're like, I don't know why my ad's not working. And we're, we look at it and we're like, oh, this and this and this and this and this. And then it gets them, you know, um, it gets more people into their Facebook groups. It gets more people to sign up for, uh, for their initial offer. Um, and it's a really good strategy, ad strategy when it's done well. So it could be that if you have an ad running, um, for example, a new client, uh, came to us and they have an ad running with another agency. And I was able to decipher very quickly. Okay. Here's why it's not converting for you because it's going to, 
this link and it really, we should be doing this instead. Or we have clients who are like, I don't understand my, con my conversion rate in terms of how much I'm spending on ads. It's, I'm just really not getting that return uh, of investment. And we're able to show them how we can make some changes to increase that return of investment per ad spend. Alrighty. And let's talk about that. I mentioned that word offer. There are some of you who are like, uh, I don't really, I don't really like that idea of offers. I don't, I don't like to make offers. I just feel like that's, that sounds like I'm a used car salesman. I don't like to say things like limited time offer, hurry, hurry in time's almost running out. And yeah, if you're sounding like that, you're sounding like a used car salesman, but there is definitely something to be said about an offer and creating something that, um, for depending on the industry, because depending on your industry, this could kind of backfire. So that's what we really work with, um, our business leaders to decipher of like, is the door in the face or the foot in the door technique going to be better in the, in terms of marketing. And if you work with us, you, you know what that means? Like is, is us showing them like, like this really high-end offer first, is that going to convert more? Or is this creating an offer that is for a limited time, that is a smaller investment that then leads them to that high ticket, long-term, um, client, patient member who is going to stick with them for the long run. Um, so that's something that we work with our clients. So don't be afraid of offers. You might be like, oh, I don't really like offers. Like that's just too high energy for me, or it just doesn't seem legitimate. Or, you know, I, I worked with a client who said something very wise. Um, she said that actually this came from another coach she worked with, you know, think of offers and marketing as medicine, right? You are administering this to create a solution for your ideal clients, patients, members to feel better. Like you are giving them this dose of an offer or marketing to educate them and start their healing process. Um, and yeah, it's good to create offers that don't sound like used car salesmen. And, you know, you might even see some of those out there and you're like, gosh, that's embarrassing. So we really create for our clients, compelling, juicy, must have offers that don't feel like, come now, you know, sales ending soon, right? <laughs> like, especially if somebody's seeing this in their inbox, um, hurry in time's running out. Like, I don't really, really like, doesn't really get me either. Right. So there's a way to word that, that really is going to convert, um, your ideal clients. And, you know, think about it. You shop sales, you shop clearances, you are probably, you know, looking for the best, wisest way to, um, invest your money. It's the same thing for your clients. Let's create those opportunities for them. Well, guys, I just wanted to touch on some of the biggest hot buttons um, when it comes to marketing and some things that you could be doing that could be repelling your audience. But the biggest thing that I'm going to tell you right now is what you could be doing is you trying to do your marketing yourself. And by you trying or, or hiring a team member who's not an expert in the marketing industry to do it for you, you're actually creating a stagnant energy. Or maybe you're trying to like um, do it on a budget or you're really creating actually like a stagnant energy. Like you're creating a closed gate that people can't get through because it's like a forced energy of trying to do this thing that's just really not 
aligned with the highest version of yourself and the highest level that you could be serving your clients. And um, you want to act as if with your marketing, what would you as the like seven figure business leader that you embody or you want to embody, what does that seven figure business leader need to do to be in full support with marketing? You don't need to be micromanaging. You don't need to be frustrated. You don't need your team to be distracted with marketing when that's really not their area of expertise. You need to be serving your clients, patients, members at the highest possible level and just hand off your marketing and let somebody else do it for you. Um, the show has been produced by Media, the Creative Agency, which incidentally is my uh, marketing PR and production company. And um, the gift that I have for you is send me a PM or wherever you're listening to this, um, or you know, send just look for my name, Marta Saray Grekides, on, on the show notes, the descriptions, the captions, on whatever platform, either LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. That's where I'm most active. And say, hey, will you take a look at my profile and tell me, you know, if I could make some shifts myself to, you know, is there more opportunity here for me to attract more of my ideal clients? And I will um, say absolutely. And I'll provide to you at least one easy client magnetizing shift that you can make to your profile, your Facebook page or your Instagram or your LinkedIn page. You know, you could even say, Hey, would you take a look at my website? Um, because these are all things that we help, um, we help you with. So thanks for watching the show and listening on, um, on any of the podcast platforms, please support us and don't forget to leave a five-star review or like it or follow it or leave a comment on whatever platform you're watching this because it really helps us grow. Thanks guys. Until next time.